The following podcast is a glimpse into the life of First United Methodist Church in Beaumont, Texas. We pray it is a blessing as you seek to love your city with the heart of Christ. What is saving your life today? Every now and then when I show up to the office, Pastor Severio will ask me that question, and he's teaching me to ask that of myself every day. What is saving your life today? And if my answer is anything different than the word of life alone, then I am already, already lost. Back in 1982, I got to ride home with the associate pastor from our church because he lived three doors down from me. And on the way home, he asked me a question that kind of puzzled me, but not for long because it brought clarity that I hadn't expected from a pastor. <laughs> he, he said, Stouffer, when are you going to join the church? And I couldn't name it exactly until this week as I was studying for, for this morning. But when he asked me that question, I knew in my bones there was no place else that I could go. And I had no place else to be. The Gospel according to John in, in this chapter 6 is a chapter full of feasting. It begins with the feeding of the 5,000. We were doing backpack sermons, so, so we missed that episode in, in, in the lectionary assigned readings. And, and the next is, is the walking on the water. Jesus coming to the disciples in the middle of the night, in the middle of the storm, and we missed that because we were hanging out in backpack sermons. But then we picked up on this whole discourse in which Jesus said, I am the bread of life. Those who eat my flesh and drink my blood will live and have eternal life. And at the close of this whole discourse, folks began to get uncomfortable with these words of Jesus. I mean, it sounds like cannibalism. And, and, and a lot of folks heard these sayings and realized that they were difficult to understand and difficult to put into practice, and so they, they left. And Jesus looks at the twelve and said, Do you want to leave also? And Peter, Peter, we love Peter because he's so bold. He's a fire, ready, aim guy. Things come out of his mouth before he knows what's coming out of his mouth. You don't know anybody like that, do you? <laughs> but this time, this time he gets it right. Lord, to whom can we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. 
when my pastor asked me, when are you going to join the church, I knew more than just I had no place else I could go. I knew, I knew in the very heart of me that I had found and been found by the family of faith God intended for me. I knew that I had encountered the living and risen Christ. I knew that I had come to the place where I could feast with Christ and be welcomed and welcome others. And so if you ask me today, what is saving my life? I will tell you the word of life alone is saving my life today. And, and, and the next question, I mean, this is, this is who we are. We are show and tell people. That's who we have been from the beginning of the Methodist movement. Show and tell people. We show people the love of God and then tell them about the grace of Jesus Christ. And when we name grace, we talk about prevenient grace, God working in our lives before we're aware that it's God working in our lives. Convincing grace, God shaping us and drawing us to Christ. Justifying grace, the time when we accept Christ's work of salvation for our lives and sanctifying grace, that grace of God that continues to work in our lives till we are made perfect in love in Christ. And we are to tell people about this grace and about this love that we know in Christ. On your bulletin insert, you have a couple of quotes from John Wesley, the first. By salvation, I mean... Not barely, according to the vulgar notion, deliverance from hell or going to heaven. It's not just about eternity and where we'll end up. It's about right here and right now, but a present deliverance from sin. A restoration of the soul to its primitive health to its original purity, a recovery of the divine in nature, the renewal of our souls after the image of God in righteousness and true holiness, in justice, mercy, and truth. In righteousness and true holiness, our relationship with God, in justice, mercy, and truth, our relationships with each other and with the world. Just as our children led us in remembering that God sees all of us and all the world through the eyes of love. So too, this is what Wesley taught and preached and who we are. And Wesley, Wesley knew that what he was doing was a movement. And initially, it was meant to, to, to rekindle life within the Church of England, his church, of which he was a faithful priest his whole life. But the institution wouldn't change, it wouldn't develop, it wouldn't become, it wouldn't innovate. It stayed in the way it had always been and thus was born out of it, the Methodist Church. And, and this is what he wrote about us, 
I'm afraid that the people, I'm not afraid that the people called Methodists should ever cease to exist, either in Europe or America, but I am afraid lest they should exist only as a dead sect, having the form of religion without the power. And this undoubtedly will be the case unless they hold fast both to the doctrine, the spirit, and the discipline with which they first set out. So we ask of ourselves daily, what is saving my life today? And we ask also of ourselves, whose lives are we helping to save? You see, we proclaim this feast is the feast that gives life. And feasting always includes good food, great stories, and God's people. And the only thing that makes a feast better is more of God's people, right? And we're not full yet. And when we get full, we're going to have two Sunday morning services. And when we get full, we're going to have three Sunday services. I, I don't know how many God has planned for us. Whose life? I mean, I, I don't know about you. Do you want to change Beaumont? Does Beaumont even need changing? Yes, and we're ready. Okay, then let's talk about how. Let's talk about how. How many have ever waited tables or bust tables? How many ever had to deal with a Sunday lunch crowd? I, I don't know what you might have to say about the Sunday lunch crowd, but, but when I talk to wait staff today, they say the Sunday lunch crowd is the cheapest crowd of the whole week. Except us. Because we have experienced the generous love of God in Jesus Christ. And we extend that generosity to others. I don't, I don't know how much Sunday lunch costs anymore. Holly pays. But, but just suppose, for two of us, if Sunday lunch costs $30, 10% would be $3. You can't even buy a fancy cup of coffee for $3. Well, 20% would be 6 You can buy one fancy cup of coffee for $6 and leave a dollar tip for your barista. Is that really who we are? Did Christ give 20%? What is saving our lives today and whose lives are we helping to save yesterday afternoon at Kairos somebody came in late late enough that we'd already taken down one row of tables and by the time my new brother had finished eating supper there was only one table left it was ours because I was busy helping to pick up and clean up so I could go home, sit on my couch. And there was a man sitting by himself, eating his supper. And the Spirit whispered in my ear and said, Hey, it's not a feast if he's sitting all by himself. Why don't you go over there and talk to him? Like, 
do you know something about Jesus? I said, I, I don't know anything about Jesus, but I know that nobody likes to eat by themselves. <laughs> and you think that I might be good and he, I might have helped save his life yesterday, but the truth is he was helping save mine. We are a show and tell people. We show people the love of God by the very things that we do day in and day out. Every day after day after day after week after week after year, our whole lives long. And we have been entrusted with the Word of life. This week, I want to invite you to consider who you know, who needs to know the Word of Life. You see, everything that we do, every time we gather in any way, shape, or form, is an opportunity to extend an invitation to bring somebody to a place where they can encounter Christ in the gathered body. Whose lives are we going to help save this week? You see, we're all here because somebody showed us and somebody told us about the love of God. And none of us would be here without that. Whether, whether our story is we've always known God's love because we've always grown up in church or thank God we finally got here. God's call upon our life. I mean, if we take it seriously, we know that the world's got no place else to go save to God alone. Shall we pray? You have shown us, O oh God, the way that is life. Save us. Save us from ourselves, from our hesitancy, and from our fears, that we might share and show and tell all of your love to all the world. For we pray in Christ's name. Amen. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you would like more information, please visit our website at www.lovebeaumont.com.